If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host of The Closing Argument. In these podcasts, we discuss some of the important but controversial moral, political, and legal issues that affect us and our families. Some of the things that we discuss are not politically correct, but they need to be discussed because they are true and they can help us to solve some of these serious problems that are facing the nation. Today, we're going to talk about the status of the climate change hoax in America. Now, this is being recorded on July 21, 2022. So I want to give you a little bit of background. Yesterday, July 20th, President Joe Biden went to Massachusetts in a a field there next to a, a river in Massachusetts, and he announced that the climate change situation has gotten so bad that we are in what he called code red. The entire human planet is in danger of serious problems if we do not immediately act. He said that he was disappointed that Congress had not acted and that therefore he was shortly going to issue some executive orders that it will begin to address this. The next day, uh, he was he apparently contracted COVID and has been tied up. The timing of this is, uh, I'll tell you one thing about the timing. His polls, poll numbers have never been worse. I think some of the best polls in his favor show that he has 30% support uh, around the nation. He just just returned from a, a trip that was not good for him when he went to the Saudi Arabian uh, Peninsula asking the Saudis for additional oil to help in our shortage that he has imposed upon us by not letting us produce oil, but he wants to get this dirtier oil from Saudi Arabia so he can help us in our energy crunch. Uh, He was ridiculed for this, and I think he's trying to go on the offense to to try to, you know, kind of get control of, of what's being discussed. Well, there's some other things of what's going on right now, and he didn't mention them, but I'm going to mention them so you understand what's what's happening. This comes less than a month after the United States Supreme Court issued its ruling in West Virginia versus the EPA, at which time the Supreme Court said that, that the administration cannot use Section 111 of the Clean Air Act to shut down coal power plants. Both the Biden administration and before it, the Obama administration had sought to do this, and it was eventually struck down by the court. The court said, well, that section allows you some regulation where you can make the power uh, plants use the best available technology to reduce undesirable emissions, but it doesn't give you you the authority to actually put them out of business. This actually is very important. Uh, Biden, I presume, would be very happy if he put all the power plants out of existence, even though 80% of the energy we get in the United States for our various needs comes from fossil fuels. They don't seem to have thought this through. And the economic situation that we're in right now, which is very difficult with inflation going through the roof, uh, worse than it's been in over 40 years, 
uh, and a lot of struggling people, he he could care less about it. In fact, the theme of his administration is, well, we know it's going to hurt, but hey, you know, it's feel the pain. The pain is good because, you know, you're you're helping to address the crisis. Uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, his transportation secretary, basically said this pain is good. We need to go electric, even though that's not feasible or possible right now. Also, uh, internationally, Holland uh, is experienced serious economic and agricultural products as they have self-imposed uh, a refusal to use fertilizers in their crops uh, uh, because somebody said this might hurt, hurt the environment. The next thing you know, now they're begging other people for food because, because they're having a hard time uh, producing the crops they need. Sri Lanka, I believe, was the country that also recently had serious problems because of their climate change problems. And frankly, what's happening around the globe, while Europe was at the forefront of embracing these green policies, they are now regretting it, many of them, recognizing they have hurt them economically. And frankly, they don't help the climate one bit. Now, I would encourage you at this point to get my book at my website, seaspaulsmith.com, The Climate Change Hoax Argument. The argument set forth there concisely in a, in a book that's about 100 pages uh, will help you. One of the things you, you will notice if you're following this issue is that in the media, there is no discussion of the science. The only discussion is for people who says, well, the scientists all agree. But that's not true. And Biden repeated that the other day. He continues to repeat that all the scientists say that uh, this will happen. And you'll hear people on TV say that, but they never get into the science itself. And so I want to take a few minutes and review this for a minute. So uh, is, is there global warming? Yes, there is a very little. Perhaps uh, one degree centigrade over the last 130 or 40 years. This, and this amount uh, continues a, an increase, but it's not out of the realm of, of what is normal and acceptable. And, and would this increase cause problems? Not really. Uh, and is it cause, causing the oceans to rise? No. The oceans have been rising for uh, two or 300 years or more, uh, maybe as many as 10,000 years. But the rise is very small. And in fact, some scientists say the, the rising has decreased uh, in, in rate in the last few years. Uh, and so, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago, the, the green activists kind of shifted away from the global warming being being the, the bad guy to increases in CO2. And they did that because temperatures were basically flat globally from 2000 to 2010. There wasn't global warming. And even though what was had been happening was very minor, it basically didn't warm. Now it's increased a little bit, but not at an alarming rate. Is there a discussion of this? No, there isn't. What about CO2, which has now become the bad guy? The height of that false narrative was with the Supreme Court ruling in EPA versus Massachusetts when they agreed, that court agreed that the EPA had to regulate 
CO2 and that it was a pollutant. And as we've discussed before, that's kind of a strange ruling since uh, CO2 is necessary for plants to survive, just as oxygen is necessary for humans, for animals to survive. But um, but scientists have uh, disputed at least, and some of them refute the notion that increases in CO2 today are causing problems. Frankly, they point out that the increases in CO2 are increasing plant yield, are therefore good. And, and they dispute that the human emissions from, from, um, from bar- burning fossil fuels is even a significant factor in the increasing CO2 in our atmosphere. There, the CO2 levels have increased. They, uh, they are not tied directly to increases in warming. That has been shown. But the increases uh, uh, cannot be said to be causing destruction. It has said, and Biden said this, and, and the dissent said this in the recent Supreme Court case of West Virginia versus EPA, they said, well, it's undisputed that we have, have warming and that this warming is causing um, the rise in temperatures. It is, and let me mention what the dissent said that it's causing. It is causing increases in heat-related deaths, coastal inundation, erosion, more frequent and intense hurricanes, floods, and other extreme weather events, drought, destruction of ecosystems, and potentially significant disruption of food production. That's what the dissent said. And they criticized the, the, the court for not allowing the EPA to shut down the, the coal-fired uh, power plants. Let me take a second and go through each of these contentions. The dissent was written by Justice Kagan, and she cites these uh, with with great positiveness and confidence. Of course, the source for some of that is from the IPCC that we have debunked in the past as being a a totally unreliable uh, UN agency whose sole purpose is to prove that climate is is changing and is leading to destruction. They are not reliable but she cites them as her source. Now, let's go through this list one at a time here. Has there been warming in our climate in the planet? Yes, there has, but it's very insignificant. Is there increased uh, health-related deaths? Actually, I don't know the answer to that. It is very possible, but I, I think there are probably more deaths caused by cold temperatures than heat. Anyway, I haven't read anything that supports that. Uh, Has there been coastal inundation? No. The the rising of the oceans has been minimal. And the predicted rise of 20 feet in in a few years is just ridiculous. And and there's no evidence that that will happen. The coastal inundation is, is a joke. Has there been erosion? Oh, my goodness. I haven't heard of it, evidence of this, uh, and I, I just find that ridiculous. Erosion, of course, is related to the rain we get and whether there's drought and how the vegetation is doing. I have serious doubts that there's evidence to support that because actually increased CO2 levels causes increased plant, 
plant production, and therefore this would counter any increase in erosion. How about more frequent and intense hurricanes, floods, and other extreme weather events? This has been debunked. Several scientists uh, not only refute it, they say just the opposite has happened. And uh, again, I would refer to my book, The Climate Change Hoax Argument. I've got sources for these. Have there been more droughts? That's been with these other events. I don't think that can be linked to uh, the warming and increases of CO2. How about destruction of ecosystems? Same with erosion. I, I haven't heard studies that, that support this. And then finally, potentially significant disruption of food production. I mean, that's carefully worded. Uh, sign potentially significant disruption. In other words, it hasn't happened, but could. That's ridiculous. There has been increased production of plants because, because of increased CO2 levels. In Justice Kagan's dissent, she pointed out that the Trump administration cautioned that, that the measures that were being asked here would, be, would have an exorbitant cost because it would almost certainly force the closure of coal-fired plants. Uh, well, and, and that's exactly right. And thank goodness the Supreme Court recognized that. But that, that is no little thing. The, how are you going to run your electric cars who get their electricity from the electricity that is generated from the coal-firing plants? Have, has Buttigieg thought this through? Has the administration thought this through? Actually, no, they haven't, because they want to shut down the fossil fuel industry, which is 80% of, of the fuel that, that runs America, without having an alternative in place. So uh, Justice Kagan ends her dissent by pointing out that the court, it sa she says, does not have a clue about how to address climate change. Well, that's one true statement in her dissent. She certainly does not have a clue. And neither do the Green New Deal people, neither does President Biden. Thank goodness the Supreme Court took a stance here. Now, I was hoping in the, again, in the case of West Virginia versus EPA, that the Supreme Court might have overruled the former Massachusetts versus EPA case, where they said that CO2 was a pollutant. The court did not do that. It did, uh, it did limit another case that had given the EPA authority to regulate these coal burning power plants. But the effect of this recent case is actually to limit that one. And it didn't specifically overrule that prior case. Now, that was American Electric Company versus Connecticut, a 2011 case. A lot has happened in the last 11 years. Primarily, the number of books and materials out there that explain the science that refutes the, the climate change hoax have increased in numbers so that now it's easy for someone to find materials that actually will discuss the science. Thank goodness the Supreme Court has, has come to this recognition because the, the Supreme Court in Massachusetts versus EPA put us on a, on a very uh, dangerous road. And the Supreme Court has now changed course. And, and I 
I think as long as they are there will be a check against the the radical and irrational unsupported positions of the Green New Dealers. Well, that concludes our discussion for today. I hope it's helpful. I think you'll see this is very timely. It's just amazing how the 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 uh, uh, climate change agenda is the one remaining aspect of Biden's presidency that he's attempting to move forward with as we, as we move towards the midterm election in November, where the Biden administration has taken it on the chin. And his approach seems to be he's not changing ways. He's just bearing down harder. And I think I'm guessing that he feels at this point his only hope is that the radical left wing that has given him support will hang with him. And uh, will that be enough to, to save him and his party? I don't think so, because it's a losing position. And so therefore, I project the Republicans will retake the House <clears throat> in November. They may retake the, sen- the Senate. And, but once they retake the House, the, they will be a, a helpful check on the extremist and fanatical and expensive policies of the Green New Dealers that are right now with all that Biden is doing are frankly wrecking our economy. There is a worldwide economic problem, but it is being made much worse by the extremist policies of President Biden. That concludes our discussion today. Thanks for joining us. Remember, the liberties that we enjoy in America can be maintained only when its citizens are moral and informed participants in the democratic processes. The closing argument can help us to do this. We'll see you next week. Take care.